know something, brother? Observe this, brother. This is what we call a rag sheet, brother. They say that Giant is gonna win the match. They said Macho Man was hurt. This is like this. Tremendous power behind it. Bruno, what do we know about his opponent? There goes another clothesline. Well, in all honesty, I can't say that I know that much about David Meltzer. I know this, that obviously he's not a veteran. He may have only a few years experience, but unfortunately, when you put a man like Welcome to another edition of Newsstand versus Newsletter. I am your host, Mr. Future Hall of Famer, Scotty B. I'm going to bring in my co-host, Mr. Andrew, no last name needed. And he has a shirt on that's definitely going to work for the <laughs> Definitely. I'm going to get us on to, uh, oh, no, let's take Andrew. Andrew's too small now. Hold on here. There we go. So, Andrew, let's first off, in all seriousness, give a little bit of uh, love to Jim Duggan. You heard about that, did you not? Yeah, I did. <clears throat> Um, I'm, I'm pulling for him because he's, all a the he's that and all the gyms from Legends House season one need to stay alive. You know, we, we still got Hillbilly. We still got the mouth of the South. Let's keep Hacksaw. Yeah, I seen that there earlier. And what else? Uh, Ring of Honor is going out of business. Well, they haven't officially said that, but we kind of writings on the wall. That's a big one. That's uh, yeah, and and the uh, Arizona Cardinals lost their first game, and I'm an idiot. I should have picked the yes. I would have. I would have won. I would have won, man. So, so you're uh, like the basketball and hockey would have also worked for you. Well, I got to take a look because the way the ticket worked is if I picked, I picked Green Bay to tie with Arizona. I picked yeah. Rogers to have more passing yards than Crybaby Murray. See, I don't. I don't know because when I stopped watching, they were doing a lot of running. Let's see. So Rogers got 180. Actually, no, I would have lost because Rogers okay. only got 184, and uh, Murray, Crybaby Murray, got 274. You know why I call him Crybaby Murray? Uh, because you're bitter. No, because he when he lost. You know how they lost? Do you see how they lost? They got a pick, and he was on the ground with his hand over his head, like pretend his leg was hurt. He does that shit all the time when he loses. He gets real, like real bitter and stuff. So he's Crybaby Murray. I'm not bitter. I don't have anything against Arizona. You're super bitter. I'm not bitter at all, brother. I'm a scotty bad. I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm happy, man. My house is out of disarray. I have a cat over here with a fucking sling on his arm because he can't jump off my couch properly. I got tapes everywhere. It's great. I got my water. Life is good. Um, so we're going to do is this year. This is a fun one. This year, this episode, whatever. 1996. And that's a really fun year in the pro wrestling. But before we get to the pro wrestling, we're going to do what we do every time. We're going to start with sports. In the NFL, number one pick overall was Keyshawn Johnson from the New York Jets. Mm -hmm. hey, he, Keyshawn Johnson, sorry, my bad. Yep. He yep. had an okay career, nothing too crazy, but I think he was good back then. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I want you to guess the best record in the NFL. Was it the Green Bay Packers? One of them was. There was two with the same record. Hmm. Was the other one San Francisco? Denver. Oh. Worst record. Was it the Jets? One in 15, baby. One in 15. <laughs> and the first time in a long time, the Broncos beat the Packers in the Super Bowl to both number one seeds from each, each conference. MVP was Brett Furr. Yeah. Uh, coach of the year, Don Capers for Carolina. Offensive player of the year, Terrell Davis. Defensive player of the year, Bruce Smith. Offensive rookie, Eddie George. Defensive rookie, Simeon Rice. Comeback player of the year, Jerome Bennett. 
Man of the Year, Dale Green from Washington, and Desmond Howard was the MVP of the Super Bowl, who was return specialist for Green Bay, who Al Ooh. Davis signed with a big contract the next year and didn't do shit because he only had one good game his whole career. So that's pretty amusing. MLB, guess the best record. Was it the Yankees? It was Cleveland. Oh. Yeah, Cleveland had a record of 99 and 62. The worst record. This is fun. Hmm. Was that Pittsburgh? It was Detroit. 53. Oh. 109 losses. <laughs> Not the worst of all time, by the way. Not the worst of all no. time. The Mets had a worse one than that. I think the Mets had like 112 losses one year early in their existence. Uh, the World Series, the Yankees beat the Braves in four games of two. And Rookie of the Year, Todd Hollinsworth. Rookie of the Year for American like Derek Jeter. Uh, Do you Cyan. know? Go oh, ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, prior to game one of the World Series of this year, well, after, I should say, game one, that was the first World Series game that Atlanta had won since 96. Oh, really? they, got shut out, they got shut out the, the next times they went wow. to the World Series. Interesting. Um so Derek Jeter was a rookie of the year American League. Cy Young, John Smoltz for Atlanta, like usual because Atlanta has all Cy Youngs. Um, mm-hmm. Pat Pat Henke for Toronto. Manager of the year, Bruce Bocci for San Diego. And there was a tie in the American League. Johnny Oates for Texas. Joe Torrey for New York. Most valuable player. Uh, what is I cannot pronounce this last name. Ken Kenamati. Kenoti, I don't know. For San Diego. Juan Gonzalez for Texas. Um, go ahead. I don't have any memories of that Ken guy. From San Diego at all? Um, I don't know who he is. Just give me one quick second here. I gotta make sure my cat's not right below behind me. Just uh, one second. I'll, I'll, I'll entertain I'll the crowd, then. Um, the last time uh, I was on this program, hosted by Scott, I talked about how the Montreal Canadiens have winning records against all but two NHL teams, and I kind of jinxed myself because. Now it's three, because they, of course, lost to the Seattle Kraken in an, embar- an embarrassingly f- in an embarrassing fashion, I must say. But uh, you got to say this, folks. This is probably not even going to be seen. Scott's going to cut this, and that's good because I didn't really have anything good to say. No, sorry about that. I don't. I won't cut it. I have a sick cat. Just everyone has to understand, my cat's not well, so I got to keep an eye on him because I don't want him to die during the podcast. Just he's close to death. I'll just say that. Um, so anyway, well, the show back. must go on. Yeah, like Vince said, fuck the dead people. We'll keep rolling. <laughs> um, the NBA. There was a lockout that ran. It actually well, it ended July of '96. So it ran up to that point and all that bullshit. Best record, guess who it was? 1996. Bulls. The Bulls. The Bulls, 69-16. and 69-13, uh, sorry. Guess what the worst record was? Ooh. Can't go wrong with guessing the Clippers. Nope. Oh. You're, yes, you can. You're Vancouver Grizzlies. <laughs> 14 Right, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot 14, that that was... 14-68. Uh, the NBA Finals, the Bulls beat the Utah Jazz. Um, most valuable player, Carl Malone, since why he went to WCW the next year. Uh, rookie of the Year, Allen Iverson. Two years choked, later. Two years later, until he choked that. His Wait, are, are you are you looking at 96-97 or 95-96? 95-96. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, actually, no, nine, six, nine, seven. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, so I'm wrong. Well, whatever. Just, all I had a feeling. I had a feeling because I could have sworn uh, because you know how they had two three-peats? They had the first one before Jordan retired and the second yeah. one. I could have sworn that that went um, Phoenix. And I'm not sure. I, I know they beat Utah and they beat – I think they beat Utah twice. Yeah, they beat Utah Denver. twice, but the first yeah. time – that that's what I'm having a hard time remembering who they beat that year. Was it? I'm not sure. Hmm. Was Seattle maybe? Oh fuck! What year are you looking at? I'll look it up. What is it? Ninety five. Ninety five. Ninety six season. Wait, wasn't that? The, oh yeah, never mind. NBA Finals, nineteen ninety six. Uh, yeah, they beat the SuperSonics. Mm. Four games. Four games of two. Yeah, that's right. You're right. All right, so let's ho- jump into hockey. Uh, best record in 95-96. Guess who it is? Was it the Rangers? Detroit. Oh, right, yeah. 13-7, yeah. Um, worst record? Ottawa. Ottawa, 18-59-5. God bless. Um, Seattle Cup Finals. I'll let you guess this one. It's kind of funny. Um. That was Colorado, Florida, wasn't it? Four nothing, four straight. But yeah. remember, Colorado won in what third three overtimes in game game four. Remember that one? So yeah, it was for me like sports. Then ninety six, man. I'm it will go right to the next topic. I'm in dolls with the ladies. I like the girls. So I'm a fresh young teenager. Um, I like to drink alcoholic beverages underage. Don't tell anybody. I don't want to go to jail. And just doing my own thing. I'm very outdoor. But I will say the wrestling, man, wrestling becomes a big part around May and June. But we'll get into that when it happens. Um, but, yeah, so what was your situation like, Andrew, in 1996? Well, I was coming off that really bad end of 95 where my favorite player on my favorite team yeah. is gone and gets traded to the team that would eventually win the, the Coupe de Stanley. And yeah. – at the start of the year, that's when I met my other good friend, uh, Steve. Uh, we were in yeah. math class together, and I remember him asking me like who my favorite hockey player was, who my favorite basketball player was, and when he asked me who my favorite wrestler was, I but said something like... Did, did he ask who your favorite gay porn star was at the time? I didn't have one at the time. That's okay. okay keep going. <laughs> uh, it was too many to choose from. But yeah. um, when he asked me my favorite wrestler, I said Aldo Montoya, and he could sense that that was bullshit, that I was just fucking with him. Maybe well, <laughs> and and then he was like because prior to that he was just like yeah yeah like I was just another guy but then yeah. all of a sudden it just it was that eureka moment that okay this guy gets it he, yeah. he gets being so I, I don't even know why you think I don't tell you so bad I mean I've been watching his matches all day no, the, greatest, the greatest ECW world champion of all time yeah yeah he's fucking shit um, he's incredible so going into the wrestling night let's kind of just break up the year a little bit and talk about it mm-hmm. I mean it starts out where WCW was fucking shit, like usual. I mean, it's not the main event scene's garbage. Like, that uncensored main event is fucking brutal. Like, yeah, but Coleman's being it. awesome. Yeah. And oh, then you know, Eddie and Malenko and... Not all of it's bad, but the main event scene's fucking rough to watch. Yeah. I mean, that that cage match from Uncensored 96, man, which I didn't see till literally you started Tate Trade and I brought the Tate. I was like, holy fuck, this is bad. It was really, really bad, bad. And I mean, I think that's what Hogan knew. 
I'm going to change this shit up because people are not buying this stupid shit anymore. Um, WF, they're doing okay with 96. You got Brett and Sean, but that's pretty much it really for them. Not well, going on. Like, Vader had a hot debut when he, yeah, um, with he Gorilla. Yeah. yeah. And it's because he rushed his return. He was injured. He rushed and he wasn't, he didn't really become the Vader that we all know and love until I would say his match with Shamrock in 97. Yeah, but even like what you put him in a six band tag at Mania? I mean, come on. That's fucking bullshit. Like, that was, if he's hurt, leave him out. Leave him out. That's the thing, right? So. Mm, yeah, but you know how it was back in the day. You want that WrestleMania payday. I mean, look at Orndorff. He fucking fucked up the rest of his career because he didn't want to get off the road. True. So we have that. So 96 is a really fun year. The awards are, we have three sets of awards this time, not just the Observer and the people. We have <laughs> another right. one, baby boy. And what we're going to do is we'll get into oh. that a little bit later. What's that? We could have did that the last episode. 80, oh, yeah, I never thought of it. I never thought oh, of it. yeah. Yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever. It's all good yeah. fun. So we're going to start out. We're just going to hop right into this bad boy, and we're going to start out tonight with me finding where the hell my shit's at. Be, be, before you do that, I just want to um, – I always like to tip my hat to In Memoriam, who we lost in 1996. Dick Murdoch. Dick Murdoch, yes, he was one of them, um, along with Herb Abrams. Uh, Jesus Christ, Herb Abrams. He was dead long before that. He was actually died in 96. Friendly Bob Freed, Sweet Sapphire, if you will. Yeah. Ray Stevens and Neil Superior. They didn't put Eddie Gilbert in there? I think Eddie Gilbert died in 95. 95. Yeah, okay. Um, I remember Dick Murdoch passing away. I remember uh, Dusty saying it on the Great American Bass opening on Sundays, on the main event, which was, I was a sucker for that main event, man. When they, I'd be like, fuck, I gotta buy this shit. Like, I was one of them guys, man. They, they, they could suck me in. Because yeah. I, I, even though, even like in the early 96, I loved WCW. I really did. I know, I knew that main event scene was shit, but it was still much better than WWE. I thought oh, yeah. Time. Well, 96 is when I got my first two pay-per-views that I watched Yeah, live as they happened. And it, it is a tale of, of two halves because when I did meet Steve, he was a big Sean guy. And, you know, me, I'm a big yeah. Brett guy. So we would always, you know, prick and prod at each other. But he, of course... Had the last laugh at Mania 12. Yeah, well, yeah, it is what it is. All right, so let's start with Rookie of the Year. I'll start first. I want you to guess who my Rookie of the Year is for the Wrestling Observer Awards of 1996. Please and thank you. Is it Perro Aguayo Jr.? Oh. Good. I, I give that. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, he you can't argue with that. He comes in October '95, gets pushed, and does a pretty like you know, give him credit. He does a half decent job. I'd say a, a solid case to be said that '96 was his best career year. Yeah, I mean, he did well once he loses to Hogan and Hogwild, it kind of goes to shit. But a lot of them guys kind of get washed away once NWO rolls in. I mean, but I, I, yeah, he definitely. I mean, when we first get Nitro in April. He's fucking rolling, man. Like he's beating everybody, and I'm be he's beating everybody decisively like you're it's there's no question about it beats flare clean out, off the figure four i mean off him getting out of the figure four the toast him so yeah, yeah i go with him so who's your number who's your guy well what about your uh your runners oh. up yeah give me one second let me grab my mm -hmm. main awards here rookie rookie there we are so the giants and then number two is yoko kondo i don't know who the hell it is rocky mayavia sugar sato bobby walker <laughs> hard work uh, 
uh, Mano Nagara, Steve McMichael, and Kimona Kanogil. See, I don't okay. know about tomorrow. Yeah, but um, Giant pretty much takes it pretty easily on my end. Now, who do you think one uh, is on? The Giant. The yeah, I mean, giant. come on. Who else is going to get it? Look at Rocky at two. It's uh, it's it's WWE, it's PWI. I'll go Rocky at two. No, really, Prince Ikea. Yeah. Nope. Uh, so we've got the giant wins it with check out this amount of votes, Scotty. Okay. Yeah. Sixty-two thousand seven hundred and thirty-two votes. So I'm guessing most people felt the same way we feel. Second runner-up is Mongo Steve McMichael oh. with four thousand five hundred and sixty-three votes. So the giant. <laughs> it was ridiculous. He, fucking, he killed it. Well, it made sense. I mean, he was the best rookie. Yeah. Um, Rocky Maivia is the second runner-up with 2,271 votes. And Joe Gomez is the third runner-up with 909 <laughs> votes. <Joe laughs> the third runner-up had 909 votes. And I the winner find... had 62,732. I've wanna... never in my life. Like, we've been doing this show for a few episodes. I've never seen such a gap. I want to find the nine people who vote for Joe Gomez. Well. <laughs> Why? Where did, did you get really? Were you impressed by that job he did a Nitro one week? Like I don't know what the hell you get. Well, I, I guess he has like a big extended family. Other yeah. honorable mentions include Paraguayo Jr., Steve Carino, Havoc Inc., Dave Keller, Carl LaDuke, Rick McDaniel, and hard work, hard work Bobby Walker. So a pretty easy question here out of mm. all them guys. Who goes on the most successful? The Rock, obviously. Yeah. And, and Giant, well, I mean, he falls off pretty quick in WCW by 97. You've got like a short list of maybe three guys that could say that they had a better career than The Rock. So, you know, know there's, yeah. there's, there's no shame in being second to Rocky. Yeah. So that's that. So let's go to most improved. And I mixed it up a little bit this, this week, too. With our uh, where things are at, I kind of had a little fun with our. Uh, setup, That's fine. So. I, I like to not know what you're going to do. The most uh, improved, I'm going to go with DDP. What? Why? Ahmed Johnson. I know him hurting all them people was fucking great. I mean, he did. He, he improved. He improved. Uh, to fucking kill people. <laughs> he wins it with twenty four thousand four hundred and ninety nine votes. Uh, first runner up, Chris Benoit. With 18,872 votes. He goes to a big promotion, that's why. Well, he was there in 95. Late 95. It comes in September, October, right? So, Yeah, I guess. Um, second second runner-up is Stevie Richards with 8,055 votes. And third runner-up is Taz with 7,113 votes. And honorable mentions include The Eliminators, Henry and Phineas Godwin, Goldust, Chris Jericho, Conan and Ray Mysterio Jr. Okay, interesting. So I want you to guess what mine is. DDP. Yeah. And I definitely agree with that. You yeah, I think the, Obser the Observer readers got it right. Where you look at where DDP was at, say a year before, man, he's fucking shit. Like he's opening match, losing, going nowhere's. Um, NWO coming in was the best thing that ever happened to him. Did he do that in 96 or was it 97 when oh, he... No. Um, What's that? Turned? Early 97. But early by 97. Late, by late 96, you're getting that vibe that he's a cool shit. And yeah. 
I mean, the best thing that happened was, was Kimberly leaving. Like, not Kimberly leaving. Um, who was he affiliated with? Yeah, he was affiliated with Kimberly, but she wasn't with the Max guy. Muscle. Yeah, like all that shit. He goes out in his own man. And I remember that, like, he, like you know, you could tell he's going somewhere. And then 97, but anyway, he sky, skyrockets at that point. I mean, but good for the, him. The original, the original people's champ. The good, but good for him because that's a guy that, man, you get, a, and I'll give his yoga a lot of props. If I, my fat ass would get off my ass. And I did it for about th- three months, dude. And I'll tell you, man, that shit works. It's no joke, but it hurts too. It hurts like a fucker. Like I, yeah. I screamed. I probably told DDP to go fuck himself more times than ever on doing that yoga. But anyway, runner-ups, runner-ups. It is talking about Sudoku. Juan Akiyama, which is interesting because he was already pretty hot by '96. Steve Austin, Mark Merrill, Yuji Nagata, Rob Van Dam, Marcus Bagwell, Halloween, Atani. And then uh, on wins was Perry Saturn, Pitbull, Louis Piccoli, Reggie Benoit. Who the fuck is that? Chris Reggie Jericho. Bennett. Bennett. Uh, Chris Jericho, Hazu, Tanu, T- Tenzon, sorry. And Triple H, the game, misimproved. But that was uh, I DDP. What do you think about that? How do you feel? Yeah. Who was still approved, DDP? Yeah. And I, like, initially when you said Austin, I was confused. But then I could see it because his 95 was I – mean, there's a reason he was fired. I mean, he was wearing uh, long tights. He, he just – he didn't seem like he was into it. And would then be, in – Would hmm? you be if you were basically promised a tough spot and then Hogan walks in with Duggan and all that? No, but oh, it's yeah. being sick. I'm not trying to hurt – that's kind of bad to mention his name right now. But yeah. it's just, I think he didn't admit to the fact that Hogan walks in with Duggan, Honky Tonk Man, all these guys, and there goes your big push to the top. Your boy Brutus. Yeah, you kind of like think, well, fuck this. This is a waste of my time. But regardless, DDP, yeah. Austin, yeah, Austin's a good case. I mean, obviously, he, well, fuck, by, by late 96, look at Austin. I mean, again, we've watched Russell enough. Ooh. King of the Ring, as much as WWE likes to say, that's when it all turned. It was not when it all turned around. It was the Brett feud. But yeah. even so... DDP is more deserving because you could pin, you could go back a couple of years and see that Austin was on top of the world. You know, he was like yeah. a really good worker. But DDP, nobody thought in like '94 that he would ever amount to anything other than Johnny B. Bad fodder. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, so the next category is a manager of the year, and you are up first, sir. And I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess Sonny. You're right. I'm a guessing fucking machine. And tonight. if you if you look. That's a WWF superstar holding a Pro Wrestling Illustrated plaque. Yeah, it's 1996. They don't, they don't care at that point. Things are they're, different. They're fucked. But anyway, go ahead with your honorable mentions. Uh, honor, the first runner-up is the Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. Second oh, runner-up. Wow. <laughs> you didn't think uh, Jimmy Hart's 96 was worthy of... Uh, Not even close, but anyway, keep going. He did have a hand in managing the world champion. I guess. Yeah, I guess. But he was kind of just there. But anyway, he goes. He was very there. Like, as soon as the NWO came, Jimmy Hart became WWE Saturday Night. Yeah. Um, Jim Cornette is in second place. Bill Alfonso in third. And honorable mentions include Paul Bearer, Hillbilly Jim, Teddy Long, Jose Lothario, (laughs) Sherry Martell, Clarence Mason, Colonel Robert Parker, Kevin Sullivan, and Woman. But... If you're voting for Jose Lothario, I just have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> Called your seven years old, don't know any better. That's basically you're a big Michael's mark. You're a big Michael's guy. 
this this doesn't take off as much if Shawn, if the Shawn Michaels from 95 is the world champion instead of the Shawn Michaels that is carrying around his senior citizen trainer. It didn't make any sense. It, it blew huh? my mind. Like it was just I mean, such such a fumbling of the concept of everything. You think they would have learned their lesson from the previous year when they took everything that was cool about Diesel and said, "Here, put on a Santa Claus hat and a goofy smile." Fuck, that was bad. Guess what my guy is, my man of the year. I'm thinking. Is it Ted DiBiase? No, Jim Cornette. Yeah. So why? Why is Jim Cornette man of the year? Because he's friends with these guys. It's his buddies voting him in. That's bullshit. What did he do in 96? Nothing. He did nothing in 96. He, 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 he had that awful champ Cornette that had the tag champs of Owen and Davey, and Vader was challenging for the world title at SummerSlam. And you could not say, like, 86, yeah, made 100% sense if Jim Cornette wins manager of the year, not 96. It's, it is sunny. It is legit sunny. That's who's yeah. manager of the year. But this is his pals voting him in. So this is where it becomes not legit enough because it's like, it's bullshit, dude. All so in this, in this in. case, you're going to say PWI was right. 100%, oh, 100% they are. That's, that's ridiculous that he makes it. But anyway, that's just the, that is just the smarts going, well, fuck the marks and da 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 whatever. But anyway, he gets number one. Uh, number two, Sonny. It's actually close. I will admit that it was close. Uh, number three, Miss Janet. Number four, Bill Alfonso. Number five, Francine. Number six, Scott Bolden. Number eight, Woman. Number nine, Teddy Biasi. Number 10, Clarence Mason. And honorable mention, Jimmy Hart. So... That's no, it goes to Sonny. You have to give it to Sonny. Yeah, it's just that's just how they that's how they were. They are like we're better than you. We're like the snobby kids in the school who know more than you do. And they've the observers always kind of been like that. Let's be real about it. Like, that's how I feel about it. Well, I the way I look at it, there was a gentleman, and you know who I'm talking about, who uh, at the time worked at a store, uh, oh, yeah. and. That type of person is the observer reader, is the observer voter. It's the it's the reason why in 86 people were saying that Hulk Hogan was an embarrassing wrestler considering he was bringing in the money hand over fist. Yeah. But they but they were just they, they they didn't look at it like that. They just looked at it like I I, re, I remember when Bruno was on top and whatever it may be. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, whatever, that's how I feel. Next one is going to be Feud of the Year. I want you to guess what my Feud of the Year is. Is it NWO versus WCW? It is, Dan, right? Here's the one here. So that's the Feud of the Year. Uh, Runner-up, Undertaker Mankind. Number three, New Japan, UWFI. Raven Sandman, Flair and Savage. El Santo, New York Casas. Um, Rey Mysterio, Dean Malenko. Tommy Dreamer, Brian Lee. Sabu, Rob M. Ray Mysterio and Psychosis, or mention Ray Mysterio and Hooventude, Steve Regal Finley, Shane Douglas Pitbulls, Eliminators and Gangsters, Chris Benoit and Kevin Sullivan. Um, I gotta completely agree with that. I mean, come on. Like I know from I'll make I'll tell you something about that. We'll get to your feud here in a second. <clears throat> you ordered that pay-per-view, did you not? You actually ordered it. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah. No, I did not order it. I know I remember that night very, very clearly. I had Lived, I also lived at home, and I had a stepbrother. 
was meeting my stepbrother for the first time. He was coming down to work for the parents' company. We were outside smoking cigarettes. And I said, oh, I want to run in. I said, because uh, the paper is on. He's like, oh, well, you got I said, no, I'm going to watch the scramble vision. So I'm sitting in my living room watching it, just well, listening to it. Mm-hmm. And now question for you. What was your reaction when Hogan turned heel? I was just gobsmacked because I never thought it would happen. Um, now, if you remember two years prior, the Bob Backlund heel turn really threw me for a loop because I, I did not believe see that they were, they, they were hitting that, but I don't know how you didn't see that coming. That's fine. I okay. did not see that coming. Like usually you can tell like yeah. when Sean turned heel, there was some animosity for weeks beforehand with him and Marty on. Oh yeah. That was going on for months. Yeah. yeah. That was a, yeah, yeah. But with this one, I thought that Hogan in, in my lifetime would, always be the corny red and yellow i did not think that he was like if anything when he came out i thought he was coming to save the day and then get beat down like i thought that nash and hall were going to overcome hoden and then the third guy was going to come and counteract hoden and savage and sting yeah yeah so it was it was right until the leg drop that i thought that hoden was just there to Actually, it was when they were on the outside. He was on the inside. He was the only one in the ring. I, I kind of clued in at that point. But I, I, I was still like, oh, no way. I remember watching it through the Scramble Vision and being like, whoa, like, holy shit, Hogan this turn. And it just getting the internet recently. I just got in the internet <clears throat> that summer. So I had read stuff. And all the people I thought was, we're going to get into that later, the NWO thing. Um, the thing is, is like when he turned. And then the next weekend... Me and a friend of mine, I was at a at a we were at this like gathering, not a party, like just like a sleepover thing with a bunch of different people. And remember Nitro was on at one o'clock. Dude, it was one o'clock. It was time to watch Nitro. Because I didn't know what happened. I didn't know Hogan didn't come out. But from that point on, man, Nitro was a show to watch. Oh, one hundred percent. Like but, I mean, as, this, as this soon as it came ahead. as soon as it came. Like yeah. we, we had this the Saturday version, you know how it is. You had already read about it on <laughs> online, you knew the results, but it was still so cool to see because it was so much better than the Disney tapings of worldwide that we were getting on ATV for way too long when the A show like we weren't even getting the A show, we were getting the C show. Yeah. But I'll and tell you, it just felt like Canada was a non entity. And that's why even like in 97 when WCW was killing it in the States, WF was still huge in Canada because of just the way they were treated by the t- TV. But I'll tell you this, man. When Nitro was like, that was it. Like Saturday afternoons at 1, even though I knew what happened. It was that we were watching. We got it in April of 96 on TSN. No, we got April 96 on, on CTV. And then we got it in TSN, what, 97? Yeah, it was, I think, October 97. It was uh, either, I believe the first episode was Perry Saturn defeating Disco Inferno for the TV title. And I was super jazzed because Saturn's way better than Disco Inferno. Well, it was just like, it was so much better. But anyway, that's my thing about Hogan turning heel. It was awesome. I was Mm -hmm. like, and I was a Hogan guy. And uh, I mean, I I wasn't a Hogan guy in 96 before he was shit. (laughs) <laughs> but I was like, Hogan got me over there. Hogan got me to WCW. He's the one that got me to go over there to watch it. So 90s, like that was a great fucking view when it started, man. It was all about who's the next guy. They were killing it, I think, right up to Starcade. I mean, Starcade after Starcade, it started to get watered down. But right up to run Starcade, they were killing it. It was such a... I, I would say even sold out. Because <laughs> if you think about it, 
it, it just exposed the idea of having the NWO as like the main thing. Like, been, you you needed WCW because when I'm in Star K ninety six. I'm in Star K ninety six. I know, but I'm saying like after that, because Star K ninety six, you still had a lot of uh, <laughs> tension with regards to Hogan and the Giant because Giant yeah. um, was the first first person to leave the NWO. Yeah, but it was just the execution of Sold Out was so piss poor that, that was there's was, yeah, it was anyway. Yeah. Just thought So what, what, I'm gonna guess the same for yours. Actually, WWF versus WCW. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Would you, would, I mean, I guess you could go at that rate. That's a toss-up. Like, because I've been actually uh, keeping a running tally over which ones we think did um, did a better yeah. job with mm-hmm. their award that year. And I honestly, like, I can see a case either way. NWO and WCW was a real feud. WWF and WCW was an actual, it was a feud, but it wasn't an in-ring feud. So I guess yeah. WCW and WCW, that's the way yeah. I get it. I, I, I can't argue with it. Um, I, I think that that's a solid, they're both solid choices because yeah. it's it, it, it makes sense because prior to the Monday Night Wars, it wasn't really a battle. It was clear one and two. Yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, the... First runner-up is Ric Flair versus Randy Savage. Yeah, keep going. Oh, you didn't do your runner-ups? Um, did I do my runner-ups? It's, it's late here. I know I did them. You go. Yeah, ahead. you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, se- second runner-up is Mankind versus The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Third runner-up is Jamie Dundee versus Wolfie D. And honorable mentions include Steve Austin versus Savio Vega, The Body Donnas versus The Godwins, Tommy Dreamer versus Brian Lee. Tommy Dreamer versus Raven, the Eliminators versus the Gangsters, the Giant versus Sting, Goldust versus Ahmed Johnson, Harlem Heat versus the Steiner Brothers, Shawn Michaels versus Davy Boy Smith, Rey Mysterio Jr. versus Psychosis, NWO versus WCW, and R- Raven versus Sandman. Uh, so it, it was an honorable mention. It wasn't even a runner-up. That's insane. That's ridiculous. Yeah. On to the next. On to the next. On to the next one. Sure. We're gonna go to you, Andrew, with uh, your. Da, 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 where are we at? Editor's award. Editor's award. Who do you think won it in '96? It's so random. <laughs> it is. If you get it, I'll be quite impressed. Uh, Herb Abrams. <clears throat> I don't fucking know. Danny Hodge. Why? Nothing against Danny Hodge, but why is he? Does he retire or something? No, he's a, he'd been retired. He uh, flip a coin, like. I don't well, think. I mean, I read you the memoriam of '96. Yeah, there was like six guys on that. Yeah, wait until the next episode, folks. You're in for a treat. Half of the episodes of memoriam. <laughs> um, so Danny Hodge. Okay, so my counter to that mm. is going to be favorite wrestler of the Observer. Fans, take a guess. Is it Chris Benoit? God no. No. It's Ric Flair, obviously, because it's just automatically it's called the fucking Ric Flair Award. I mean, I'm like ninety six. It's just I'm not getting into the favoritism on that shit, man. It's it's not. It's ridiculous. I don't. I would not like. 
Let's just skip past. Let's get to that award. Well, who would you, you say won that one? PWI or Wrestling Observer? Neither. It doesn't make any sense either way. So, either, either way. So we're going to go. This is the last award before we go to our halftime break. Mm-hmm. This is going to be match of the year. Okay. We're going to go uh, pretty big, and I'm up first. So I want you to guess what my match of the year is. I'm thinking. Is it Vader and Oki? They didn't wrestle in 96. Yeah. Tokyo Dome. Masahiro Masawa, Yaki Yama versus Steve Williams and Johnny Ace at June 7th, Tokyo, Japan. And I'm that was a good match. That was on uh, a, one of the tapes that I had. What tape's that? Um, I had an All Japan 96. Was it on one of your comp tapes? I got a fly in my face. Was it on one of your no, comp tapes? No, no, it was on. Actually, what's yes, the, it was. What's the, what's the name of the, what, what comp tape is it on? What name is it on? It's all comps. Well, let's start again. You said too quick. My name is Andrew LaSalle. I promote this page on Facebook, unlike you, who's afraid of his mother finding out that he has a podcast devoted to wrestling. No, let's bring so, back to that. We, no, I just don't promote it because, yeah. Yeah. But regardless. Um, you don't promote it. I'm out there giving us 42 views on the last yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're, you're killing it. You're killing it. It's great. I mean, hopefully we get to 100 this time. We'll be fucking rocking and rolling. It's just I don't need people getting into my private life. That's what I'm saying. But regardless. Okay. Um, so that's match of the year. Um, mm-hmm. My runner-ups are going to be Ray Mysterio, Hubin Tu Guerrero, Dick Toga, Men's Toa, Saru, Takamishinoku, and Funaki versus Holy Fuck, whatever. It's a long match. Mm. Um Masahiro Masawa, Yakuyama versus Kawada and Tawu. Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels at Mania. Ray Mysterio versus Psychosis. Bret Hart versus Austin, so that gets a better... That's lower than Michaels and... Well, it's also in November, so I don't know yeah. how much time... Because I, I don't know I don't know how it is for the Observer. But I, I know with... Right to, well, keep going. They go right to December because it's a December match in here. Right, but when do they start accepting uh, ballots? I'm not sure. That's the thing. Like with uh, PWI, I believe they start accepting ballots in like August. Okay. Um, so Shawn Michaels and Diesel, Ultimo Dragon and Atani, Ray Mysterio and Psychosis. I already mentioned Shawn Michaels and Mankind, Bass Root and Finaki. Not the Finaki we think about. Kabashi and Kawada, Ray Mysterio and Ultimo Dragon, Ray Mysterio and Dean Malenko, Misawa, Yakuyama versus Johnny Ace, and Steve Williams. A different match. No. Anoki versus Vader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray Mysterio and Ultimate Dragon versus Psychosis and Heavy Metal. So that is that. I'm guessing your match of the year, Shawn Michaels and Brent Hart. Brent Hart. You're correct. Yeah, it's not match of the year, dude. Sorry. No, uh, no mm-hmm. it's not that great. It's one of those matches where if you see it once, that's it. You're good. Yeah. You don't ever yeah. need to revisit that match. And and a match of the year should be rewatchable. It should be something that you can watch multiple times. You can't okay. watch... The Iron Man match more than once. You do your your uh, your honorable mentions and stuff, and I'm going to tell you what I think my match of the year is, and it's personal opinion. Now I'm going to get some more water while you're doing that, so you read off your your mentions there. Sure. Uh, first runner up is Shawn Michaels versus Mankind. Second runner up is Sabu versus Rob Van Dam. Third runner up is War Games. And honorable mentions include Public Enemy versus Nasty Boys from January 23rd. I believe that was a clash of the champions where 
Brian Pillman got Bobby Heenan to swear. Um, Goldust versus Savio Vega from March 17. <clears throat> from March 31st, Diesel versus The Undertaker. From April 28th, Diesel versus Shawn Michaels. From May 27, Scott Steiner versus Sting. Uh, I think it was Nitro. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I have no memory of that match at all. May 28th, Steve Austin versus Savio Vega. June 16, Chris Benoit versus Kevin Sullivan. June 23rd, Shawn Michaels versus Davy Boy Smith. August 10, Chris Benoit versus Dean Malenko. October 20, Mankind versus The Undertaker. And October 27, Dean Malenko versus Rey Mysterio Jr. I wanted and to tell me. Who you, go ahead. Who do you think had a better match of the year? Well, I'll tell you what my match of the year is. It's not mm -hmm. even on that list or the Observer list. I want you. I want you to guess what it is. Is it Ultimo Dragon versus Dean Malenko? Kevin Sullivan, Ben Walker, American Bash. Yeah, that was one of the honorable mentions here. Big okay, wasn't in the Observer one. Big fan of that match. Really, really like it a lot. I mean, it's personal opinion. You know, I thought I thought you really liked Ultimo Malenko from Starcade '96. I do. But I like Benoit and Sullivan better. That was okay. just because I, <clears throat> I remember I had watched that match a few times. I just thought it was a really kick-ass match. I mean, I know like Benoit is like a sore subject now for people, and I get what he did was awful. <clears throat> but I don't take away from what he did before he did what he did. You know, I don't I like watch. Go ahead. Oh, go. Oh, I was going to say I think for me I really like um, Akiyama and Masawa against Kawada and Tao, but I also really like that Vader Noki match when he gives him that German suplex and he folds him up like an accordion. Mm. That's a sweet spot right from the deck. Um, I know with Benoit. I mean, the only match I ever watched with Benoit, I, got really, I actually legitimately got uncomfortable, was something from '97, and um, Sullivan was hanging him. Anything and, with Sullivan is rough because woman's prominently featured. And woman's trying to get him off. I'm like, oh shit, I can't watch this. All right, let's stop that. Let's get off that topic. Okay, so we're at the halftime, bitches, and we are going to do two different things here. Actually, we're mm -hmm. going to do three things. I'm going to jump into the Slammy Awards, too. Oh, but sure. Before we, before we do that, we're going to get into the alternate NWO. Now, let's just kind of break down how this works. Hogan doesn't join. Now, in, in both areas, like, it's Hogan in the company still. Yes. Okay, he's still there. Um... Plays babyface. Now, this is the deal. So, Hall and Nash both come out at the same time. That whole thing goes through normally. You have to get another third guy. What's the rules behind the other third guy? It could be anybody. Okay. It could be Sean. My pick, a realistic pick, because he picks Sean. You're not really being realistic because he's a champion of the He's not going to come over. Um, I'm going with Luger. Lose the you can have him lose the title at a house show. I'm going to Luger. What I say to Luger is, this is my reason behind coming here in the first place. I, you know, the whole spiel. Like, that's what I think. Here's here's my issue with Luger. Mm -hmm. You got to put a microphone in front of him. And well, maybe DB Austin it, works out better than when he comes in. Yeah, but the third guy, like if if Hall and Nash are going to become a tag team, and they're going to be like a underneath and whoever the third guy is is taking the title from the giant at hog wild if it's if you're gonna go with luger i don't know if it works well then i'd say i i was i was gonna say second guys i got a fucking flag driving me nuts here um it's all over the place maybe then maybe 
I don't think he'll Sean. I don't see Sean there. I think he maybe go. You could really be a heat magnet and grab Sting. But that doesn't really make much sense. It doesn't make any sense to like that's yeah. like Luger makes more sense than Sting. The pr- problem with Luger is that I He's turned enough times. He's, he's turned he's turned so much that they used him as a potential one as a swerve when they eventually did what they did. Then I honestly believe it's either Brett. Yeah, Brett. You go to Brett, you give Brett a bunch of money. Um, he comes in, does the whole thing. Like, I'm here to, like, you made fun of us. You gave our shit away. We're here to hurt you. Da, 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 da. Yeah, and, and also, then, like, with 97, it proves that Brett could play a heel on a national scale. Oh, yeah. So the big thing about this is what do you do with, first off, who's your third guy? And what do you do with Hogan? Well, my thing is it's going to be not your favorite, and you're going to, like, poo-poo it. I think you you bring in Waltman, uh, yeah, I don't see and that. and I think Waltman against a giant is Waltman going against a giant to win the title? No, no, no. It becomes Waltman and Hall, and Nash is the main guy. So you have Nash beat the giant the next month, and Hall and Six become, but these wouldn't be called Six; it wouldn't make any sense. So you just call him Sean Waltman. It's a fine name. It's not. A hard to pronounce name, okay. so that would be the the normal main barrier about getting using your real name. I just think that it works because WCW fans, and I'm not going to paint such a wide brush, but they were more aware of what was going on in the WWF yeah. than WWF fans would have been aware of what was going on in WCW, and also how they presented it. Be- Flair was an anomaly. That what they did with Flair in '91, they didn't do with anybody else. Yeah, it was just because it was Flair. You kind of had to acknowledge, and before long, they watered it down and made him a part of the roster. As soon as he was captain of the Survivor Series team with Mountie and Warlord and DiBiase, you know, DiBiase makes sense, but Mountie and Warlord, it just it made Flair seem like any other guy. Also, the fact that he always had his robes, but that's completely off topic. I think with. Six, you have the, the on-screen and backstage chemistry that those guys have that Hogan never had. Hogan never had with them. Hogan felt like he was off doing his own thing while Hall and Nash did their thing. And it just felt like that's why when they started having other guys come in the NWO, you could tell you, you, the eye test. Like, were they Hogan guys or were they Hall and Nash guys? If you have Hall and Nash with Waltman and then you have other guys come in, you don't have that Hogan stink of being uncool because all those guys could just be cool together in the ring, just like sliding it off. And it may seem like it's anticlimactic to have the one, two, three kid come out there, but I think they can make it work. (laughs) Andrew LaSalle. So I was going to say, so they, so what do you do with Hogan? Where does Hogan end up in this situation? Well, I believe Hogan's contract was up at the end of '96. Okay, it was. And I know, I know he has creative control, but I'm thinking he just exists in his own world, kind of like Undertaker did during the yeah. Canada versus U.S. Yeah. Uh, thing in the next year of the WF. 
Like you could have him like be giants stuff that he does after he loses to Nash, and then you could still have the Dungeon of Doom and Hogan's battle in the Dungeon of Doom while the NWO Fox is battling. For a third year? Oh my god, it'd be awful. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, the plan is to get him out of there at the, by Starcade, and if he's not going to do the job to Nash on his way out. Then you just have him in something completely meaningless, but you still have him because he still has name value. True. All right, so we're going to go to the slams, and we'll get to the last one there at the end of the show. Uh, slams are going to be. This is some of the awards. Best buns. <laughs> That's got to be sunny, right? Oh, it's sunny. Best slam and jam and entrance. Holy fuck! This oh, stupid. God. I don't even know who. Um, slam and jam and entrance. Undertaker. No, fucking Shawn Michaels. Put a fork in him. He's done. Best finisher. Is it the super kick? Sharpshooter. Okay. Crime of the century. Don't even fucking guess, dude. Just talk about it. I have no idea. Fucking stupid. Vader beating up, uh, or Vader beating up Gorilla. New sensation in the squared circle. I'm Ann Johnson. I'm talking. You can't shut up for the biggest mouth. Jerry Lawler. He's a fucking idiot anyway. Best thread, Shawn Michaels. Blue light special for worst dresser, Jim Cornette. WF's greatest hits. Um, all of this. So Undertaker drives Diesel into the abyss. When does this occur? The slam is look that up. Is that that's what I was writing for Mania? Never mind. Um, Mines behind the mayhem of for manager of the year, Sonny. Lifetime achievement award, Freddie Blassie. Most embarrassing moment, Jay Lawler quits kisses his own foot. Is fucking stupid. Swerve circle shocker. Shawn Michaels collapse after Owen kicks him in the head. Master of the Map Mechanics, Shawn Michaels. Best music video, Bret Hart. U.S. Match of the Year, Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon for SummerSlam 95. So I guess we're doing the 95 shit. Which well, yeah, because it's that mania, so. Which WF champion, past or present in attendance, is Hall of Fame bound, Bret Hart. Leader of the new generation, Shawn Michaels. That's what it is, man. Like... Fucking garbage. Fuck that company. They're a bunch of fucking idiots anyway. So let's get back into the awards. We're, we're running pretty long here, so we got to get done eventually. Well, remember, you got to do some snip snipping. Oh, I know that, but still. It's just it's running long on my end. It's getting late, brother. Okay, so the next one is going to be the best baby face. Who's up next, me or you? It's you. And I'm going to guess Shawn Michaels. Correctamundo holding the award. No, oh, look at that. They're actually giving them awards tonight. Look at that. Yeah. So what's? I wonder the, when uh, the first year that is because we'll, we'll be doing these. So I wonder if this is the first year that the WF because I don't remember them doing it in '94, and they, they didn't do it. No, maybe it was that or '95. Yeah. I think '95 they still thought they were in good, but they weren't. So anyway, keep going. Uh, yeah. So Shawn Michaels wins it with twenty-eight thousand eight hundred and fifty-nine votes. First runner-up. Randy Savage with 14,248 votes. Second runner-up, Psycho Sid Vicious with 9,451 votes. These fucking idiots. Third runner-up, your boy, The Undertaker with 8,062 votes. And honorable mentions include Tommy Dreamer, Bret Hart, Antonio Inoki, Ahmed Johnson, Lex Luger, Rey Mysterio Jr., Sabu, The Sandman, Sting, and Savio Vega. Uh, my guy. Guess who my guy is? I'm thinking. Uh, 
Is it Masawa? Oh, okay. Michaels, best way to face. So we have Michaels, Bret Hart at two, Pierre Ogo at three, Undertaker, Sandman, Masawa, Kabashi, Rikachozu, Hosomoto, Tommy Dreamer, Sting, LaParka, Cage Moto, Ric Flair, Great Sasuke, Psycho Sid, and Randy Savage. I mean, you know, it's hard for 96. Because 96 is going to the year where we're really not, we're kind of starting to get that shade of black a little bit. I'm. I really thought that this may have been the last year where this award seemed like it made sense. Mm -hmm. Because I remember, like, in 97, for sure, if ever, where you couldn't say that this guy is always liked and this guy is always hated because sometimes it just depends on the situation, especially yeah. with the NWO. Like, the NWO may have been, like, the super cool heels that people love to cheer but when Sting came out there, they cheered Sting more than the NWO. Yeah. So it's know. yeah, it's a weird one. I guess we'll stay with Michaels on that one. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, tag team of the year. I'm up. Guess who it is for me? Is it the Holy Demon Army? Oh, yeah, but, Masawa. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see here for our main awards. So eliminators are two. Uh, Holy Demon Army is three. Williams Nace is four, Croppet and Furnace is five, Chono and Tazon is six, Toyota and Shasumanona is seven, Harlem Heat, Takamushinoko and Funaki, Owen Hart and David Boy Smith, Getting Gangsters, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Rick and Scott Steiner. I mean, more than likely, yes, probably Masawa and the Akiyama. I didn't say, I, I've always said it, I love Japanese stuff, don't really know. What's what? What year? You just want something from 94, 95, 96, 97, 98. I love it, but I don't know the fucking dates. So I can't pick the tag team of the year in that one. So that's my personal thought. But anyway, I'm guessing your tag team of the year. That's a tough one. I'm going to go with the Goblins. It's Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat. That makes sense. Yep, that makes sense. Harlem Heat wins it with 21,211 votes. Uh, first runner up is the Eliminators. Who, coincidentally, I have as my lock screen photo okay. on my there phone. Uh, Twenty-one thousand two hundred and ten votes. Holy Moses! So Harlem Heat wins it with twenty-one thousand two hundred and eleven votes. Yeah, and the Eliminators have two twenty-one thousand two hundred and ten votes. So one person, one that's, vote. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, the Steiner brothers uh, are the second runner up with ten thousand five hundred and sixty-nine votes, and the third runner up is the Dangstas with 5,567 votes. And honorable mentions include Jun Akiyama and Mitsuharu Masawa, the Body Donnas, the Godwins, Lex Luger and Sting, the Nasty Boys, Public Enemy, the Road Warriors, and the Smoking Guns. Interesting. All right. Very cool. Uh, tag Team of the Year, I don't know. I'm going to leave it. I don't know. Who do you pick as Tag Team of the Year? Who do you think got it right? I don't think either of them got it right, to be honest with you. I think it's Holy Demon Army. I've always thought that they were the, the glue. Like, you had Masawa and a revolving door of partners, but it was always Kawada and Tally. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, yeah. Anyway. All right, so let's go to your next award, Mr. Andrew. Your next award is going to be, where are we at here? I had it in front of me, and this one by format. My format is Inspirational Wrestler. I'm going to guess DDP 
Oh my goodness. Wow, you're all you're all going all tonight. Jake, I like to have a drink, Roberts. Jake, do you still drink? I don't know. Are you buying? Are you buying? Jake, look at him. The snake Roberts, Pork, ladies and gentlemen. With the tie on and everything. Look at him. With yep. the tie and all. Most inspirational wrestler of the year, Jake Roberts, wins it with twenty thousand five hundred and twenty-two votes. And they all gave uh, a dollar and he went out drinking after. First runner up. Jushin Thunder Liger. That's when he uh, recovered from that brain tumor. Yeah. yeah. With 17,059 votes. Second runner-up, Ahmed Johnson, with 11,801 votes. He inspired a lot of people to hurt other people. Ray yeah. Mysterio Jr. with 10,571 votes. And honorable mentions include Antonio Inoki, Shawn Michaels, Sabu, The Sandman, Randy Savage, Sting, John Tenta and Psycho Sid Vicious. That's, yeah, okay. The hell with that. So, my award is Most Disgusting Tactic by a Promotion. And I want you to guess what it is. Thank you. Yep, go ahead. Is it the Billionaire Ted stuff? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That whole angle, man. Like that was garbage. Like you talk oh. about Vince being like, "Listen, I'm gonna do it. no, Vince, you're pathetic. That's stupid. That shows that you I, look at that angle. And it shows Vince was desperate. He lied. It was he was like puts it on Jim Ross, but it's Vince's idea. It's fucking bullshit. It was horrible. It was stupid. It was dumb. Uh, the fact is that the new Diesel was like in the final four, and the Rumble was even more dumb. Um. Number, number two was Gene Oakland lying on the fucking hotline like he always did. Number three, Pillman and Austin gun angle. Number four, WCW using racist characters like Sonny Ono. I don't see how that's racist. Um, ECW's crucifix angle. Harris Rivera's, oh, fucking, you know what I'm saying? Rivera, Levera. Jesus Christ, name Michael's manager. I'm getting tongue tied. Jose Lothario. Yeah, okay. It's one or the other. Um, <laughs> having a heart attack. ECW's uses of Tyler Finnegan or Sam Ann's kid. Uh, WF Billionaire Ted Skits, WF Michaels and Diana Smith Angle, and WCW advertising Brian Pilmer Uncensored. But I thought he was going to be at Uncensored, and it just in the last second he didn't go to Uncensored for a Pillman. Yeah, I, I believe he worked Eric Bischoff. Yeah, pretty much because, well, yeah. So that's that. But yeah, that, that Razor and fake diesel shit was fucking stupid. That was dumb. Really dumb. Um, the next um, next one is going to be most hated slash heel of the year. Guess who mine is? Is it Hulk Hogan? Oh. Steve Austin. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go through the uh, everything else. One second. Best heel. Chono's number three, two. Douglas is number three. Fuck that. Hogan's four, Taz is five, Mankind six, Kevin Ash seven, Raven eight, Flair nine, Peltman, and Scott Hall. Um, let's, and I'm going Hogan with yours. Yeah. There he is holding all the, the nominations, Mr. Hulk Hogan. And, and let me go through your honorable mentions and we'll, we'll discuss who should be what. So go ahead. So uh, first runner-up is Goldust. Second runner-up is Jerry the King Lawler. Third runner-up is The Giant. And honorable mentions include Arn Anderson, Steve Austin, Chris Benoit, Shane Douglas, Farouk, 
Scott Hall, Mankind, Raven, Davy Boy Smith, and Big Van Vader. So my thing about this is um, you got to go with Hogan, man. I mean, if you don't like him, you got to go with Hogan because he fucking killed it as a heel. I get in 98, like late, when he gets to the late 97, I is stupid. But 96, man, when he comes out in the black and shit, the first, it was fucking huge. Do you not agree? Oh, absolutely. Like, changed it. Like, people give Hogan all the hate they want, but it changed everything. This, it has been co-opted by everything. Everything's a world order, whether it be a blue world order, Latino world order, or outside of wrestling, they could say, like, Penn's world order, or Macy's world order, and just have that logo, small letter, big letter, small letter. It's synonymous. It's, it's, it's crazy. And I think it's, I think it's funny how WWE, WWF is like, oh, DX, get the fuck out of here, man. NWO was cool because this is what it was. Hall and Nash were cool because they were a lot cooler than they were in WWF before they left. Hall was doing fucking diaper matches for crying out loud, and Nash was doing nothing. Oh, it was okay. You bring them in, they're wearing cool clothes. Remember No Fear? Remember that old t-shirt? Yeah. But back then it was cool. They're wearing cool clothes. I can't cool listen to that right now. I'm recording. What? Oh, back then they're, they're cool. They are like, they're badass. And you bring Hogan into the mix. The the interview, Remember the uh, old school commercials, which I'd love to bring up right now? Like just that voice. The voice, like they kicked so much ass. And everyone can say what they want, but they changed wrestling. That's the fucking end of it. And argue it if you want. You can argue it all you want, but they changed wrestling, plain and simple. Okay. Yeah. We're on agreement. So the next award is going to go to you, Andrew. It's going to be Comeback Wrestler of the Year because I don't have that award either. So I have another one. So you give me your Comeback Wrestler. And I'm going to guess. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Oh, my. F- I'm going to go with, uh, with Hogan. Actually, Psycho Sid Vicious. Ah, what's he really? Well, I guess he made an event at Mania. No, he didn't make an event at next year. He didn't do much in 96. He wins his first world title. Oh, yeah, he beats Michaels at Survivor Series, I guess. Like, But really, yeah. Yeah, well, um, yeah that's what it is. Who's the, uh, who's the runner-ups? Well, Sid wins it with 19,321 votes. First runner-up is... Jake the Snake Roberts with 13,503 votes. Second runner-up is Farouk with 10,645 votes. And third runner-up is Animal with 6,396 votes. Uh, If you remember, that was his first time back since 92. And Uh. honorable mentions include Ricky Choshu, Crush, Terry Gordy, Jushin Liger, Steve Williams, and Barry Windham. Why am I not on there? I was I, I came back since eighty nine. I did I did sixty five matches in eighty nine and lost them all within two minutes. I did well, but anyway, different, different. I, I I don't know. I guess you know you can go with it. I think Hogan somewhat. I mean that's what I think, but whatever. So for me, because I didn't have that award, I got event of the year, and I want you to guess what event of the year is. And yeah, go ahead. Is it Bastion Beach? Hmm. Right here. Oh, yeah. the date it got voted, but it was actually '95. But it still got voted for '96 because it was December 13th of '95 Super J Cup. I love the J Cups, but I found they had too many of them. <coughs> At this point, I, <coughs> I can't keep them all straight. But it's J Cup is probably awesome. So there was also a Super J Crown, which happened in '96, 
but this is for the Super J Cup 95, which I remember for the Benoit Jericho match that that's what made me turn the corner on Jericho because prior to that, I just thought, eh, but then, Pretty much. I, yeah. So I have the runner-ups for this one. WCW Grammar Bash is two. New Japan 96 Battle Formation is three. New Japan Skydiving is four. World Wrestling Peace Festival is five, which I don't know how many people have fucking seen that because I had never seen it. I don't know if it's taped. Um, WrestleMania 13, Bash of the Beach. It's below WrestleMania 13, which is like, what? You mean 12? Sorry, 12, yeah. Um, yeah, that's New, dumb. Yeah, New Japan G1 and J-Crown first night. New Japan J1 and J-Crown finals. I'll mention Survivor Series. New Japan 96 Wrestle World and Tokyo Dome. Pancraze, Tokyo Tough. And that's that. But yeah, that's like Bash of the Beach should be higher. I mean, Grand Mac is very, very good. Bash of the Beach should be like in the top five. Mm. But that's what it is. And the last award, Mr. Andrew, the regular ones, we're going to go with Wrestle of the Year. And I'm going to guess Mr. Sean Michaels for PWI. Actually, this guy. Oh, the Giant. Yeah, that's not bad. The Giant wins Wrestler and Rookie of the Year. The problem with that is he doesn't have a good second half. Yeah, he he wins it with 22,449 votes. The problem is, the guy that beats him, he has the match with Flair at Clash. Yep. He has the match with Savage at Havoc. Mm-hmm. And then the Piper match happened after the votes were already in. So he only had not, two matches. I'm not saying Hogan should be in. I'm not saying it should be Hogan. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that you're saying it. I'm just saying that if they're going to have a WCW representative... Yeah, fair to, enough. To fair win enough. wrestler of the year, yeah, it's it's really a two two horse race. You can go with Flair, maybe, maybe Savage. Mm. They were kind of out of it by March, yeah, April, April, I should say, and I don't know. Well, anyway, so who's your honorable mentions? So Giant wins with twenty two thousand four hundred forty nine votes. First runner up is Shawn Michaels with twenty thousand eight hundred sixty six votes. Second runner-up is Ric Flair with 9,242 votes. Third runner-up is Ahmed Johnson with 6,987 votes. And honorable mentions include Steve Austin, Goldust, Hulk Hogan, Kenton Kabashi, Conan, Lex Luger, Raven, The Sandman, Randy Savage, and Sting. Goldust is a weird one in there. I don't like the Goldust part, but that's kind of silly. All right, so guess, what, guess what mine is? Is it Sean? Oh, Kabashi. Yeah, Kabashi gets it. Uh, he gets it with, let's take a look here. Him and Sean are real close, man. Like over under 100 votes. Sean's at two, Masawa's at three, Toyota is at four, Masuo Jr. is at five, Hazumoto's at six. Mark Coleman is not a fucking wrestler, is he a shooter? It starts. Okay. Yeah, here we go with that bullshit. Um, yeah. Takata's eight. It's only going to get worse. Dan Severn's nine. Steve Austin's ten. Sasuke, Bret Hart, Chris Benoit, Muda, Kawada, Ric Flair. I mean, honestly, man, I know you're not a fan. I'm going to go Michaels in this one. I think Michaels should be getting wrestled here. He has the longest year. Even though it's Michaels and all, it's just like, yeah, great. I, I go with him. I, I think that Masawa is probably the best wrestler. But the problem for me is, like, again, can't mm. distinguish one from the other. You, If you put, like, 
10 Masala matches for 96 in front of me, 10 Michaels matches, I'm probably going to go with Masala. But I didn't know. Like, I can't, I can't judge it not knowing what yours was what. Yeah. But, I mean, even so, like, I, I'd say Michaels is – this is probably his best year in ring. Since his Midnight Rockers run in like 86, 87, I really liked his stuff with Rose and Summers. Um, but it's different. Tag team in a dying promotion is different than holding the title and being on top when, for the first time, your company is losing to the competition. Yeah. yeah. Giving him Wrestler of the Year, it would be like giving Diesel Wrestler of the Year when he was the all time lowing performing champion. So I could make I could see a case going overseas. I don't think anybody in WCW had a solid case for wrestler of the year unless you were, you know, you really put a lot of weight into the Sullivan matches for Benoit or Rey Mysterio or Malenko. Yeah, Rey Mysterio is a good shot too. Was he had a pretty yeah. good year? Yeah. But- yeah, but even so, all those guys, it's different. Main event is different than undercard because undercard completely interchangeable, really, if you think about it. The main event's what sells the show, and Demo Shawn Michaels Demo. was not he was he was not selling shows, so they give him Russell of the Year. See a little thing at the bottom there, my little news thing at the bottom. Oh yes, so that was the most she must been so upset by that following for divorce. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, Michaels. So anyway, we'll, uh, I'm just going to throw up our news things. I forgot to put this up earlier. Um, well, so yeah. who would, who do you say did better there, the Observer readers or the PWI readers for Russell of the Year? More than likely, again, I haven't seen like I've probably seen a bunch. Probably the Observer because I imagine Kabashi had a better year than, than, than Michaels did, or than John. So you know, you know what that means. What's so that? I, I did, I did a running tally. Mm-hmm. Two victories for PWI, three ties, and three victories for Russell Observer. And honestly, I think that feud of the year could easily go either way. Yeah, with, uh, it well, being the fact that it, it, it was not in the ring—that's my—that's yeah. my argument for that one. And I want you to um, keep an eye on something there. I got a little little fun just for you there. That's a very funny thing. When I was looking up our news, I seen this. Like, what the hell is this shit? I guess I don't know. Um, so let's jump into some secondary awards. You can start on your end, and then I'll come to my end here in a few. Or predictions. Yes, I've got some predictions for the year that would be nineteen and ninety-seven. So here is. Justin Ballard from Boston, Massachusetts. Boston, Massachusetts. There we go, Red Sox. No Patriots, go Red Sox. Um, Shawn Michaels will retain the WWF world title. The WWF world title will change hands 29 times and eventually settle in the hands of the booty man. (laughs) Ric Flair will win his 24th world title. Then lose it three days later to the NWO's newest recruit. This Doink. is not WCW 2000, by the way, but keep going. <laughs> Doink the clown. Sunny will become so beautiful that no human will be able to look at her without turning gold. <laughs> that changed very <laughs> much these days. Shawn Michaels will defeat Big Bad Vader at In Your House 19 after being powerbombed through a table and dropped from a second-story balcony. My God. Um here is David Miller from Oaktown, Indiana. In the main event of the inaugural WWF Uncensored, Dale Earnhardt will defeat Bob Holly in a racetrack rumble. Oh, cut the fuck, man. Like, come on. Why is this shit even getting printed? 
Farouk will win the WF World title from Shawn Michaels after blasting Michaels with a chair handed to him by Sonny. Jerry Lawler will become a fan favorite in the WWF, but will remain hated in the USWA. Steve Austin will win the WWF Intercontinental title at WrestleMania 13 and go undefeated throughout the rest of the year. Ric Flair and Randy Savage will defeat Kevin Nash and Scott Hall for the WCW World Tag Team titles. Jeff Jarrett will win the WCW US title. Chris Jericho will defeat Rey Mysterio Jr. for the WCW Cruiserweight title at some point, then lose it to Eddie Guerrero. Does he beat does he beat Mysterio? I think I'd see that's tough because there's a lot of like unusual reigns during that yeah, time. You, yeah. You've got six, you've got Hoovy, you've got Alex Wright has yeah. a has a I don't think it. he beats Mysterio, but keep going. It's possible. I know he does no. He beats him in '98 when he's doing his heel stuff, but that's different. This is babyface Chris Jericho that we're predicting. Um, a tournament will be held to crown a new WWF Women's Champion. Adja Kong will narrowly defeat Goldust in the finals. In an attempt to bolster its weak tag team division, the WWF will sign the Maltese, the renegade Joe Gomez, and the masked assassins. The Ultimate Warrior will face even further into obscurity. What's with these people and Joe Gomez? What's what's happening with Joe Gomez? Why the fuck does he get so much attention in this magazine? He, he does get okay. his fair share. And one last prediction. This is from Steve Lowe in Devon, England. He said, Bored and disillusioned with WCW, Sting will enter the WWF. Dusty Rhodes will enter the WWF as a commentator on Raw, and the ratings will plummet. The Sandman will change cigarette brands. <laughs> Bret Hart... <laughs> Bret Hart will regain the WF World title from Shawn Michaels and then feud with Brian Pillman. Psycho Sid, Jake Roberts, Farouk, and the New Rockers will leave the WWF. Hacksaw Duggan, John Tenta, Randy Savage, Arn Anderson, and Ric Flair will either retire or join another promotion. Raw will move to Tuesday nights, thus ending the WF WCW Monday Night War. It probably would have happened in this day and age. They probably would have moved it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Tuck so tail and run. Jump into mine. Get a couple. Most in, most outstanding wrestler, Rey Mysterio. I'm not going to do the runner-ups, man. I'm just going to jump right in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Most unapproved. Guess who it is? Is it Ray Trailer? Hulk Hogan. Mm. What? They're stupid. I know. People are I stupid. Best on, best on interviews. Is it Flair? Steve Austin. Oh, and yeah. guess, who, guess who's number two? Jim Cornette? You fucking cocksucker Shane fucking Douglas. Oh. Yeah, fuck. I'm doing an interview. <laughs> fuck. Fuck, I'm doing an interview. Listen to me. Fuck. Fuck that. Fuck that. Well, Austin. Dick Flair. Fucking idiots. Most charismatic. Sean? Um, yeah, Sean. Best technical wrestler. Chris Benoit. Dean Malenko, who actually has, mm. is Dean, is he okay? I think he has like something wrong. Did you see that interview? Where he has Parkinson's. Yeah, that's a yeah. sin. Fuck, you know, it's wrestling. Bruiser Bodie Memorial Award. Mankind. Yeah. And last one for jump into yours. Most, or sorry, best flying wrestler. Ray Mysterio. Yeah, Mankind gets that probably 98. 
Mankind probably gets that nine. <laughs> Just vote ninety six. I'm surprised Rob Van Dam didn't win it because he was high all the time. Yeah, he's in this list. No, he's not. Okay, so you go to your next ones. Okay, so like we did last episode, I wanted to go through the ratings and ask you who you think is the best wrestler career-wise. Yeah, but before yeah. that, I want your prediction with who, which promotion you think is going to WCW. win. WCW. Okay. WCW, yeah. All right, so Diamond Dallas Page, The Sultan, oh, fuck. Wolfie D, Chris Candido, Shinjiro Otani, and Takeo Omari. I'm going to go with DDP. I almost went to Tawny, but I don't know DDP because I haven't seen enough of Tawny's stuff, so I can't really pick them. That's fair. Now, this one, I it's a foregone conclusion, but I'm going to read it anyway. Okay. Randy Savage, Mankind, Tony Falk, Rob Van Dam, Hiroshi Tenzan, and Johnny Ace. Well, obviously Tony Falk. I mean, come I on. I thought Johnny Ace. No, Randy Savage. Okay. This one's going to be interesting. Chris Benoit, Big Van Vader, Brickhouse Brown, Two Cold Scorpio, Satoshi Kojima, and Rob Van Dam. Vader. And I'm not picking Benoit because of what he did, by the way. I'm staying just prefer Vader? I just prefer Vader to Benoit, yeah. Uh, Rey Mysterio Jr., Mark Merrow, Stephen Dunn, Brian Lee, The Great Muda, Dan Crawford. Who was the first one? Ray Mysterio? Ray Mysterio. Sting, Farouk, Crusher Bones. I never heard of this, this wrestler. Okay. Taz, Ricky Choshu, and the Patriot. Who was the WCW again? Who was the first Sting. one? Yeah, I'll go with Sting. I love doing this WCW. I like doing this. I predict WCW just doing it. That's, that's yeah, I, I believe you. Uh, Lord Steven Regal, The Undertaker, Mike Samples, Sabu, Kurosawa, and Stan Hansen. Hansen. I bet you that was a tough one between Hansen and Taker for you. I don't mind Taker later on. Yeah, but he's not as good as Stan Hansen. I, I would put Regal above Taker as well. Oh, you love Regal. I put Regal above Taker also. Yeah. But you have Regal's underwear on. Go ahead. Jeff Jarrett, Steve Austin, Brian Christopher, Tommy Dreamer, Masachono, and John Nakayama. Austin. The Giant, Brent Hart, Flash Flanagan, Luis Piccoli, Jushin Liger, and Akira Tally. Brett. I'm surprised. Dean Malenko, Shawn Michaels, Colorado Kid, Raven, Kensuke Sasaki, and Mitsuharu Misawa. Misawa. Yeah, right away. No question. Lex Luger, your boy, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. <laughs> no, he's not. Rick Hogan, Shane Douglas, Ultimo Dragon, and Toshiaki Kawada. Ooh, that's tough. I that's figured that would be one. tough. That's one. that's a tough one. Um, oh man, because I really like Ultimo a lot. Yeah, but I have to go with Kawada. 
I float okay. to all of that with you. And now we're going to do the champions. Okay. Hulk Hogan, Sid Vicious, your boy, Jerry the King Lawler, the, the Sandman, Shinya Hashimoto, and Kenta Kabashi. Kabashi. So we actually had a tie. That was in all Japan? Yeah. yeah. They both had four, and WF had three. Yeah, One that for was... uh, New Japan ECW or USWA. I, I don't mind New Japan, but I'm more of an all Japan kind of guy. Yeah, I too. really like that, like Masada Kawada Kabashi. And I like Tao too. I mean, if Tao would have been up there, but I mean, who did I pick over Tao again? Brett. Because I'm not, I don't know about Tao. Tao just reminds me of Big Giant Baba. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Small he, Giant Baba. Yeah. It just, to me, it's like, he just doesn't, he, he moves really fucking slow. And I don't know about him. I'm not really a huge fan. People uh, either love him or they hate him. They either find him charming, like they do with Baba, or they get irritated that he's not as athletic. Yeah, it's like, I mean, you get them for it. And I love Kawada, I love Masawa, I love Kabashi. I like Akiyama. Ooh. I'm not a fan of Tyler. He doesn't do anything for me. I feel like him with Kawada, it's fine. But either way. So we're going to jump into more awards. I'm going to see what the fuck I was at. Uh, here we are. Best line. Most overrated wrestler. Is it Hogan? It's Hogan because they're just pissed off oh, at Hogan. God, man. I mean, yeah, he was horrible. All that good shit he was doing, like bringing wrestling back, but that's fine. Most underrated wrestler. But, okay. If I can just go back. Yep. This is not, if this is 95, I have no argument. Oh, definitely I don't. Uh, yeah, 100%. Like, that makes sense to me. Like, yeah, he's he should have been out of there. But then he reinvented himself for the first time in a long time, like since Rocky yeah. Three, And... You know, it was off to the races, but they're just bitter. Exactly. Most underrated wrestler. Is it Benoit? Leaf Cassidy. Oh. Um, best television announcer. Is it Jim Ross? Joey Styles. Oh. Yeah. Worst television announcer. Is it Gorilla? Dusty. Oh. Gorilla doesn't even make the list. I don't think Gorilla's do much. Then we already did the best major wrestling card, worst wrestle maze, worst wrestling card. Uncensored '96. Yeah, and that's a pretty good pick. That's a fucking shit show right there. And a half. Like, <laughs> well, there was also in your house beware dog, if you remember, with the the lights going out. Let's see if that's up there. Hold on, let me go back to it again. Yeah. Uh, I had it right in front of me. Here we are. Beware dogs in there. I'll tell you what it is. Uncensored and Slambery. World War Three, Hogwild, EFC two. I don't know the fuck that is. Beware of Dog, WrestleMania twelve, Halloween Havoc. It was wasn't that. What? They, yeah, they're stupid. I had to stop what? and think. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, Super Brawl, and then in your house uh, in April. I don't know. That's just they just don't like WCW. That's just how uh, it works, man. You know, I'd say an under like an under the radar bad pay per view is the February ninety six in your house. With uh, uh, Brett and Diesel in the cage, oh, in the cage. and yeah, yeah. and Sean and Owen for the uh, if, if Owen wins, he gets the Mania main event that zero was, people in attendance yeah, are at home. Everyone knew he was going to get it. It's like that's yeah. bullshit. But okay, so best wrestle maneuver. I I honestly have no idea what they're going to say. Is it, oh, wait, is it Diamond Cutter? No Ultimate Dragon running Liger Bomb. Uh, Diamond okay. Cutter's up there. He's up there. 
best color commentator. Is it Heenan? Lawler, which I mm. guess Lawler isn't that bad yet. Wrestler's least favorite wrestler. Sorry, Reader's least favorite wrestler. Is it Hogan? It's Hogan. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing there. I think you're frozen on me there, real quick. No, that's just blinking. my that's just my facial expression. I'm just the stunned. worst the worst wrestler. Is it Steve McMichael? Lockness. But oh. Michael doesn't even make the list. What? Yeah, he doesn't even make the list. Hogan's there, Duggan, Sid, Giant Bob, Warrior, Booty Man, Salmon, Renegade, 911, and Max Muscle. So I don't know. Well, they're all good picks, but yeah. Mongo's in a league of his own weird shit. You know? Worst tag team. Is that the Godwins? Yeah, it's the Godwins. That's, yeah, they kind of suck. Worst uh, TV show. It's it's a fucking big. It's a yeah. Whoever they they definitely vote this. Is it raw? That AWF. Oh yeah, yeah. I forget that was still. I, see, I always didn't think about that as being ninety five. I, yeah. I never think of it as being ninety six. But yeah, what was the Warriors of Wrestling? It was bad. Um, worst manager. Hillbilly Jim? Sonny Ono. Oh, yeah. Um, Hillbilly Jim is they make the list. Worst match of the year. Oof. Warrior and Goldust? No, that fucking shit match was uncensored. We talked about this. Oh, yes. Show. Yes, that's, of course. Yeah, like that's the worst match of the fucking decade. That's, that oh, no. Hogan War is pretty bad. Worst feud of the year. Davy Boy and Sean? Bubba and John Tenta. Guess what's okay. number two? I have no idea. WWE versus NWO. What? Yeah, <clears throat> that's number two. These people are stupid. That's I'm sorry. Tough. I'm sorry, but... Oh, no, that's ridiculous, man. That's... There's, there's, there's no... 98... 99, I yeah, can see can it. it. Yeah, yeah, 96, 96. 96, hottest, no. Hottest, hottest thing on TV. Hottest thing on TV. <laughs> Bring it all. Let me explain something. I'll cut you off. I want to explain how hot it was. We mentioned this person earlier in the podcast, my mother, who scares the living fucking hell out of me. I was watching Nitro one Saturday afternoon when Hogan was heel. My mother was doing laundry, and I'm in the, you know, the room, the basement room that we all yeah. watch TV in. I'm watching. She comes in with her laundry and says, Holy shit, Hulk Hogan's a bad guy now? To a non-wrestling fan, she couldn't believe it. And that brought people in. When they when basic people on the street, like people say, hey, you see Hulk Hogan now? He's a bad guy now. People are going to start watching. Just because it's not up to par for Dave Meltzer's fucking five-star bullshit. Like, unbelievable that this guy would even, like, consider that. And well, it does. lets you know. Like, every, every couple of weeks, somebody posts on Twitter. Imagine if Twitter existed... Uh, during this, like, like, it's like somebody will just realize that, oh, wrestling fans are are, are weird and, and reactionary and and think that this is a new thing. But this has been forever. People have no patience. Like, I'm on all these different Facebook groups, as you know, including some AEW groups, and there are some toxic fans, Scott. Oh, yeah. that, like, 
what are they doing? They're, they're wasting punk. They're not doing anything with them. It's like, give it time. They, do you want him to be right in the main event? Because then you'll complain about that. You'll say that he's taking a, the spot of homegrown talent. It's, it's, un, it's people that will never be satisfied. Oh, regardless bad. of the situation, they'll exactly. always find something. It, because instead of just accepting it the way it is, they're fantasy booking in their head. And whatever is put on TV is not as good as their imaginary stories that are probably 100% stupid. Yep, no, I agree. So, all right, worst, worst on interviews. Is it the giant? Ahmed Johnson. Oh, Hogan's, yeah, yeah, Hogan's two, by the way. Hogan's two. And, you know, Hogan just killing NWO angle, cuts an amazing promo at the end of Bash the Beach. I mean, cool. yeah, later on he gets shipped, but that 96 stuff as a heel, he was doing good. Fuck them. Worst promotion. Is it AWF? Yeah, yeah, it's AWF. Yeah. Promoter of the year. Is it Heyman? Chose you. Oh, yeah. Um, best gimmick. Goldust? No, NWO, which doesn't make any sense because they almost voted worst fucking feud of the year. Worst gimmick. Three-way tie, actually. I have no idea. Godwin's? New Diesel, New Razor, Double J. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, worst gimmick. <clears throat> is oh, it shit, New Razor? I just did that. I'm bad. That's my fault. Sorry. And most embarrassing wrestler. Is it Loch Ness? No, it's Hogan. I don't see that. Hogan dressed in fucking black, looking like a badass. Like, think about it. Like, Hogan, maybe if the year ended in June. Yeah, that's fine. But Hogan... Yeah, in, no argument. Hogan in July. <laughs> Hogan with the fucking spray paint beard, spray paint fucking belts, being a badass, black and white commercials, kicking ass. Like, I mean, for me, that's some pretty cool fucking shit in 1996. Do you not agree? Well, say what you will about the Mark Mags, as yeah. newsletter readers will will claim. It seems like it has the pulse of the nation more than what you're reading to me, because there are some things, and and you you even said that Observer got it right one time more than the magazine, but there was no none of these results were like ridiculous. Oh yeah, no. It's so it's like it's Hogan hate. It's Hogan hate. Like they hate Hogan through yeah. and through. I mean, you know what? It's one thing. Like for example, when it comes to football, um, I don't know what team. Do you I, do you th do you think they hated Hogan in the AWA too? I well, I never really read the observers from then. There is a. Few I'd like there. to see it just to see because I wouldn't be surprised either way. I I, I could see where you have the fans that are anti. Vince and will yep. cheer whatever the competition's doing, and then you also have the people that have zero patience, and they should have put the title on Hogan. He sucks now, or, or it's work rate. You know, it's all about what they they don't care about reactions well, or ticket sales. They just want to see, you know, suplexes. And I don't think he did because he gave Hogan a lot of props in like '83, where I remember reading the yearbook, and it's like strongest wrestler in all that jazz. But I look yeah. at this, like this is just it is literally. Dave Meltzer and his fucking call followers hating on Hogan because they because he tells them to hate on Hogan. No, I disagree there because I, I think if you read Dave, I think he sees the value in Hogan in '96. I think that's purely 
his fan base were the types of people who would turn it off when the cruiserweights weren't on. They were the ones, I mean, in 96, the internet was a big thing. You had RSPW wrestling. You had all these different little communities doing their own thing. IRC chat rooms. I was in there. And those types of fans were much more likely to vote in the Observer Awards than they were for this. Because at this point, this was, I, I don't know who was reading the magazines at that, this point other than myself. I was reading up to like 97, 98. Yeah, at, at uh, that point, it just seemed like the internet well, the, had passed it by. Well, yeah. And I'll tell you this, like talking about the Observer Awards. I'm a football guy, hmm. right? And I'm a big Kansas City Chiefs fan. Used to be. I, I fucking hate the Las Vegas Raiders with all my fucking heart. Right, but I'll say this with the Las Vegas Raiders, and this is being unbiased. When they drafted Derek Carr, Khalil Mack, and Amari Cooper in the same draft, I'm like, they stole the fucking draft. That's the yeah. awesome, and I'll admit that. I'll sit there and admit that. I'm not gonna fucking lie. These guys don't like Hogan. That's fine if you don't like them. But in, I'll tell you right now, in WCW 1996, in the middle of fucking August, they were watching Nitro and they were watching the last segments with Hogan, and they weren't hating on them segments because they knew they were good. Did Hogan get shit in '97? Yeah, he got horrible. He got garbage. But I'll tell you right now, Hogan in 96, man, up until the end of the got watered down, was pretty fucking awesome. Well, you know Skip Bayless? I know the name, vaguely. He, he's like one of these sports talking oh, heads he's in the with, States. Oh, he's, he's, with, he's with Shannon Sharp, that fucking... Yeah, yeah. Though. He's an idiot. Here's, here's my issue with Skip. Let's say it's the start of the playoffs. Yeah. Basketball playoffs. Yeah. And he predicts the, the Nets and the Lakers in the finals. Mm-hmm. This is his prediction at the start of the playoffs. And the playoffs start to happen. And the games start to happen. He's never going to venture away from his prediction that, that he had at the start of the playoffs. If the team that he picked is doing awful and it doesn't look like they're able to defend and they're not playing the full four yeah. quarters, he's still picking them the next day regardless of what happened on the field because he yeah, has his yeah. predictions. And he sticks by it. And the observer readers, they have their preconceived notions, and they're not going to change their mind regardless of what happens because yeah. Hogan sucks. Hogan sucked in 95 and 94. Hogan does yeah. not suck in 96 late. But that's what I'm saying. Like it's like Remember 94, they were saying Bret Hart was one of the most embarrassing wrestlers. Like, did, were you watching what I was watching? Like, but it's the thing, they, it's, Go ahead. Oh, they just don't know. These are the same guys who love Brett in 92, 91. It all depends on their push. As soon as somebody is being pushed, they looked at it like, well, how come it's not Benoit? Or how come it's not Leaf Cassidy? Or how come it's not Because Leaf whomever? Cassidy already didn't have any character, had, had no charisma. I also didn't have fucking charisma, let's be honest about it. I was just locked the, locked the fuck out. In the hard, hard as warrior. soon as Al Snow would get the title, that's I when... They would say, oh, this guy didn't have any charisma. He's not drawing any fans. But before he's a champion, they can't wait for him to be champion. They think anybody that's not him is bullshit. It should be Al Snow. He's the best wrestler on the roster. Why is he not the champion? Now, this is completely bullshit because nobody's saying this. But they're thinking it. It's it's along those lines. Like, we we were big Benoit guys, Scott. Oh, yeah. We, We thought that he should have been the champion. But we completely turned a blind eye with the fact that we're not in Japan. You need a microphone in front of your mouth. Yeah. You need to talk those people into the buildings. Benoit could never do that. He got a little better with the WF. He got better. Mm. 
Just barely. Like he I mean, would. They, I can you can you picture a Benoit feud where he's the bettered stick man? No, no, no. It never happened. And he got his push because of the way he could work. Yeah, that was all it was from. Like, it was and that's like, what observer readers think that it's only the in ring, and the in ring is an important aspect yeah, of it. But, but it's not all of it. It's not even close to all of it. It's like half of it at best. Yeah. But so, do you have any more awards to go do before we go? No. Okay, so we are done for the evening. Everyone, thank you for joining us today, all 35 of you. You're all our best pals. Go, go, watch our videos and share it with your friends. Just make sure I'm not on your Facebook when you, when you do it, because I'll kill you as all. And subscribe. I need subscriptions here. What is going on? Let's take a look. At yes, we need subscriptions. We need some likes. We need some banter in the comments. Is there something that we said that you think is ridiculous? Is there something that you said that you agree with? Let us know, and also spread the word. Tell people that there's this YouTube channel with a couple of neck neckbeards who are talking about pro wrestling. And you know how nobody on YouTube is talking about pro wrestling. So this is something new. We're at the forefront. You know, we're bringing some content. We got, we got one subscriber. I just became it's the second me. one. I just became the second one. Oh, my God. So, listen, we're paying. Hey, listen, people, we're paying for this fucking channel every month, right? It's killing me here. It's breaking me. It's breaking me. Like, I'm not even eating. I have a fucking cat over here with a goddamn bandage on his arm. You fuckers got to subscribe. Hit that like button and start start talking shit to me. Call me everyone and call me. I'll, I'll fight with you. I'll fight with you. I'm a natural heel. We'll fight all day. I'll call you. I'll make fun of you. I'll make you cry. And then I'll tell you I'm sorry. But anyway, thank you for watching. All 43 of you. And we'll see you next time on Newsstand versus Newsletter. Beautiful black. Okay, the first one is Billy Jack. Billy Jack was voted by all you fans all over the world as the most improved wrestler of the year. And I'd like to give him the plaque right now. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce the man who received over 12,000 votes. 12,000 votes as the most popular wrestler of the year. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the plaque. And now here's the man who won it by your choice, the former World Heavyweight Wrestling Champion.